0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Based News Network. I'm Sophie, aka Joan of Arca, and I'm here with Kayo, aka Punk Revolution. Hi Say hi, Kayo. Hi. Hi. Hi, H A I. What's up everyone? We're we're chillin' dealing with the epic summer heat in New York like a boss.
1: It may be the hottest. So first, first breaking news topic before we get into the real news is it is officially the hottest day in history. It is. I don't know. It
0: literally was though. Like it was basically 4th, something though, like that. Right? The head, the headlines yeah. were saying stuff.
1: Some something something about it being like three hot date hottest the days be- in a row. The something. way
0: I believed you because it, I think on the fourth of July it literally was the hottest. Well, day. I think
1: it was. I think it, I, let me Not let's today, actually. though. I'm gonna Google one second distract them while i google this
0: okay so yeah while he's doing this make sure to check out our patreon because we gotta plug the patreon and we have an episode where we get into the hunger games lore so if you're interested in that please check it out we also like play the hunger Games simulator and we 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 learn a lot of stuff so it's a lot of fun and um we got a lot of stuff that works with. Okay. That, so. so, he's back.
1: Everyone, we did not even need me to do any mansplaining or googling cuz Sophie was right. July 4th was the hottest day on the world. It's true. In the universe. <laughs> in any on any planet. Well, that was a troll. But anyway, let's do the real news. Let's that get was into the that news. was a tangent.
0: All right. So, the dress. Those two words, everyone knows what I'm referring to. Sorry that wasn't proper grammar. I know my mom's listening. Everyone knows to what I was perfor- per- referring. <laughs> the dress. Um, I'm and sorry. Black I have a feeling and, uh, golden Gold. white.
1: Okay. So what colors?
0: Blue and imp- I th- okay. What, do you, what color do you think it is? I think it's blue and black. I've been a blue and black supporter since day one. What do you think?
1: Every time I look at it, it's different. I'm one of those. Okay.
0: Well, I have had moments where I see the white and gold, but it's not a conscious like thing. I, I, it just happens like if I look... It just doesn't come right away to me. It's like clearly blue and black, and then it's the dress is actually blue and black, so I was right. So that made me feel good about myself being right. The weird thing
1: the with the weird thing with the dress illusion is, I feel like a lot of illusions where it could look one way or the other. I can kind of like force my brain to like change it if I want to see the other way. Yeah, I can but do the, that too. The dress one I can't though. The dress one I can't. Oh really? Like if I'm seeing it as blue and black. I see it that way, and if I'm seeing it as white, and yellow, yeah.
0: do you remember Yanny and Laurel?
1: I do. See that felt like
0: a sigh up to
1: me. That was like a few months after the dress, when I think. Uh, I
0: th- yeah, maybe. Yeah, it probably was. I, it felt like much later, but.
1: Okay, so what's the news, Sophie?
0: So the new. Oh, sorry, I like kicked him. Um, the news. So. Someone close to the dress, someone involved in the dress viral post on Tumblr, yes, it was posted on Tumblr originally, he attempted to murder his wife. And why is he related to the dress? Well, his mother-in-law wore that dress to his wedding with said ex-wife I'm thinking ex-wife, wife, whatever. Um, the mother-in-law wore the blue and black dress. He took a photo of it and, or she, one of them put, took a photo of it and put it on Tumblr and then it went viral. So he didn't actually make the dress. When I saw all of the like headlines, it, it felt kind of misleading because I thought he made the dress, but no, it was it was worn by his mother-in-law and yeah so he's he's behind the viral dress he's he's involved but he's he didn't make the dress
1: so he did he was he the one who took the picture and posted it on tumblr or is that just like so an unknown so
0: i think it was his wife, ex-wife or wife um okay so so
1: so the so okay so, Wait, so actually
0: okay so the couple became viral sensations in twenty fifteen after their friend and wedding guest Caitlin McNeil posted a picture to Tumblr of Grace of dress of a dress Grace's mother Cecilia Bleasdale wore to their wedding, so it's kind of confusing. It gets kind of okay. convoluted, but basically the the husband of the, w- the woman whose mother wore the dress... To their wedding. To their wedding. Okay. So they're involved. It just, to me, these they headlines... They were on Ellen. Those two were on Ellen. Uh, so they, like... I think they got some media attention. That's why, like, this is relevant. This is all
1: feeling very male-centric headlines when he's hardly True. even involved besides the fact that he tried to kill yeah,
0: someone. So basically, yeah, they, played, they appeared on the Ellen show. So this guy sucks, okay? So yeah. he's
1: leeching off... The the fame that his wife, his wife's mom, and his wife's female friend put together. Okay,
0: so it's pretty bad. He was basically committing acts of like domestic violence against her for like 11 years. Um, he tried to kill her last march by pinning her to the ground and compressing her neck according to the new york post Mm. he denies the allegations um there are more allegations saying that uh he would assault her and would brandish a knife at her and try to strangle her sorry trigger warning um also like he would Push her against the wall and okay. isolate her from her friends and sh- hit her through an open window. Oh my God! Okay, so Wait. very violent stuff. Okay. Violent and stuff. And wh- where,
1: where, what country are they from?
0: Um, I think they're American. Oh no, 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 no. I think they're Scottish. Glasgow is Glasgow. Right? I think that's Scot. Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, I said Scotland. Right. Scottish. they're not Americans sorry misinformation wait no okay so yes Scottish man
1: Okay, so we just want I don't I just wanted to roast the Scottish people. Yeah. There was really no reason for me to bring I'm up the Scottish. country. Scottish. That was biased journalism. It doesn't matter where they're from. They're Scottish, but who cares? Yeah. So the point is is This is weird because the dress went viral in 2015. Yeah. And that was i mean it just brings us back to simpler times True. when like obama was president yeah this and, feels like, like the
0: most like obama era thing I yeah like
1: of. oh my gosh every like you would like people would be mad like people would get mad at each other over like, like how they perceived an optical illusion it was so
0: stupid but it was fun you know it was yeah. like it was like everyone was talking about it so it's like kind of fun the internet was different back then Things were different. I feel,
1: and I feel like the dress resurfacing is like not surprising because, like, it, it always does. It like always every comes year. back. They always come back. The dress always comes back. And this is just a dark, a dark, twisted backstory. It is now. a
0: twisted backstory, but the dress, as we have now seen, remains relevant and is not going anywhere. So. Yeah, there's a little bit of a dark story behind the dress.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know, because I, I, I feel like every once in a while there's like a meme of like a cute animal or something like that, and then you find mm. out like a sad backstory of the meme, and then that's you kind true. of- oh, meme. yeah. I wonder if this is going to like kind of permanently like put a bad know. taste in Probably.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. So, yeah, there's not a lot to report on here, but- it's just something I thought y'all should know.
1: As you can see, this is a very busy, exciting news week. Yeah, we it's, have it's a big <laughs> news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay! So okay, yeah, right. here's your news. All right. So next, we're gonna talk about something a little bit more, like important. True. Which is for those of you who do not know, the the Writers Guild, the what is that? What is that union called?
0: I don't know. The is it the WGA.
1: The WGA, the I Writers think. Guild Associ- the Writers Guild of America. Yeah. Which are and the
0: SAG too, but we're gonna get we'll into get that there. In a
1: bit. I'm build. I'm doing a. Cr- I'm doing a crescendo. Oh. So the Writers Guild of America. They've been on strike for over like two months, like nearly three months now. They write. Scripts of all your favorite TV shows and movies—they are important. Okay, writing is writing a script is a hard freaking skill. Even if you're a really good writer and a very creative person, to be able to write a script that like translates well on TV is very difficult. So they are they are a fundamental part of the whole entertainment system. So they've been on strike for two months, and things just got spicy. Err, indeed. So because.
0: Yeah, SAG is official. The Screen Actors Guild is officially on strike now, too, joining the writers. And this hasn't happened since the
1: 60s. And, Mm -hmm. Kyo, tell your fun fact. Fun fact, the last time this happened was in 1960 when both the Writers Guild and the Screenwriters Union were on strike. And the fun fact is that in 1960... The director of the actors, the screen, was a Screen Performers the Union? Screen Actors Guild? The Screen Sad. Actors Guild was Ronald Reagan.
0: What the heck? Yeah, so apparently Ronald Reagan used to be like a leftist-based union guy who was like in the arts. Just kidding. But I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I Sometimes I forget that he he was an actor, but like bro what so yeah i don't even know but anyway that's a fun that's a fun fact so but we are once again seeing a strike with the the screen actors guild with actors so we have no writers we have no actors what the freak are they gonna do well here's what's gonna happen a lot of your favorite shows, like Stranger Things, Wednesday, no, no, <laughs> Wednesday. Oh, no, does not no, play, but Wednesday. No, no, no. <laughs> Your favorite shows are getting delayed. And I saw somewhere that Stranger Things, the like f- final season, isn't coming out till, till like 2027. And I'm like, those kids are going to be like pushing 30 at that not not that old but you know what I mean like yeah, yeah like they're gonna be so old at that like compared to their character you know what I mean
1: it's a really weird thing given that like I feel like with like a lot of strikes you know like if you're if you're working I don't know at like I don't know like a like a a a restaurant, Starbucks, Starbucks. Okay, and you go on strike. I feel like the the pain of the strike impacts that Starbucks pretty quickly because like oh okay they're not selling like they're not selling stuff you know and they're starting to like lose money. Mm-hmm. With the this strike, it's interesting because it takes ye- like months and years to be able to to take like yeah. a script and turn it into a movie. So it's like. It we're not we're gonna have plenty of movies throughout the summer, but it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a drought. For it's a gonna bit. be like six months from now, a year from now, we're gonna start feeling the pain of the strike happening right now, which is yeah. really interesting.
0: So there's gonna be a drought in like new content, and I've heard some predictions that there's gonna be like more reality TV and like reality focused content, which makes sense.
1: I, I- I usually, I usually favor unions, but if you're going to start making me have to wait longer for the <laughs> oh my next God, it's season like of that, Wednesday. It's like
0: that one Brad Trammell bit over like the Marvel. It's like,
1: I, 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 this is starting to make me nervous. Yeah.
0: So why are they striking? So there's a few things. One, the rise of streaming has changed the situation as far as how often writers and actors can get work and also residuals and residuals are basically payments actors get. And I think writers get them too. when something they appear on or contributed to like shows like airs on television. Every time that happens, they get a small percentage of the income the studio brings in or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, my understanding is that with streaming they don't really get residuals like they did with broadcasting so that means they're not getting paid as much in between much longer breaks between uh gigs and the reason there are more breaks between gigs is because uh with streaming the like the season length has shortened. So there's like fewer episodes compared to what they were doing on like cable networks. So that means that they aren't, they don't have work for as long as a, a time they did previously. So they're not getting as, they're not getting paid as much via residuals. The seasons are getting shorter. Um, so for actors, it's really uh, difficult for them to earn a living It's really it's really bad And oh my god Kyle just picked up a, uh, or clicked on A tweet by Louise Break Bre- how do you say her name Really who I used to stan A lot because she was Molly Hooper in Sherlock And she's a based epic Liberal feminist so mm. check her out um, I will absolutely check yeah, <laughs> She's epic you compelled so me to Check her out um, Yeah a lot of people are like, okay, why the freak do we care about these like bil- millionaire actors making more money? Well, the reality is that that's like basically 2% of who's involved in this industry. Most performers are not not making enough money to even qualify for health insurance. So, Kyle, can you get into those stats? Because I think it's pretty chilling,
1: Sure. So okay, I'm just gonna read this tweet because I don't know these stats. Yeah. So, well, we we
0: okay. We we have some sources, like any journalist. We've
1: seen some sources. Yeah. So 87% <laughs> of the SAG-AFTRA members, so the mm-hmm. Screen Actors Guild members, earn below the twenty six thousand four hundred seventy dollar threshold um, to to meet the the union's health insurance plan. So. That's 87% of the people who are in this union are not receiving health care um, right. through through their um, through their acting and a little context for those of you who are from Europe in the United States we do not have universal health care you gotta have you got you gotta get your vast majority of the time if you want health care you have to get it through your employer, employer. So if you are an actor, who, well, maybe you're not getting very many gigs. Maybe you're not making as much money from the residuals that Sophie talked about, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not only are you freaking poor, but you're also like could freaking die because you don't have health care.
0: True. It's so, a very be- grave situation. Yeah. And let us remember how much money executives at Disney, Warner Brothers, etc., are making. It's... It's obscene. It's an obscene amount of money. Um, it's not fair.
1: Yeah, it's really messed up. Ten, you know, tens yeah. of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. Also, go, you know, going to the, you know, the CEOs, shareholders, etc. I do have to wonder, you know, so I think I, you know, I, I i'm reading a lot of really cool stuff about like mm-hmm. you know these strikes are really really important because like yeah right now entertainment is going through a revolution mm-hmm. both through like moving to a streaming um yeah. like a new streaming era where like the old contracts for tv broadcasting are like irrelevant they
0: don't make sense anymore they don't yeah for what's going on exactly
1: so like they need to update these contracts. Like the unions going on strike, that's what they're. F- that's what it's they're for is to to fight to update their and contracts.
0: Like I didn't mean to interrupt you, yeah. but like an important thing to note is, going on strike is really bad for these actors in the short term. Meaning like this is going to make they're doing it out of desperate they're striking out of desperation because mm-hmm. striking is going to put them out of work and it's going to be super tough for these struggling actors even more tough than before but this is how desperate it's gotten that they're willing to do they're willing to strike because of how bad
1: it is they're willing yeah. to sacrifice yeah it's it's really hard to uh, to grasp this you know 87% of union members m- uh, earn below the $26,470, you know, that's like they're living in poverty basically. Yeah.
0: And also like uh, now like with post-COVID, now when actors do an addition and they're u- doing self-tapes and that also requires buying lighting and mics mm-hmm. and other mm-hmm. equipment that in in previous eras they didn't have to do because they were auditioning in person at a studio so they're also expected to cover these costs in order to even have the opportunity to find work yeah. so there's a lot of uh extra costs placed on these actors too yeah
1: and one really interesting th- thing too and you know, on top of the you know negotiating this this new era of streaming is also a big part of the conversation is ai because there have been concerns about um studios basically wanting to use like an extra or an actor's face ai and then be able to just kind of use it infinitely and then basically not pay that actor you only have to pay them for for, like the one day one day the one day of shooting to get their like face filmed so they can you know so it's it's gonna be really interesting because you know i think everyone's kind of waiting Patiently and urgent like excitedly And nervously about how is AI gonna Start impacting like employment yeah. and stuff And this is like th- I, this is the first time I've seen like a really high profile example Of like you know AI Having an so, impact on like the labor conversation I'm sorry conversation. but that's so
0: lame like I feel like if this Becomes a regular thing I can't Help but think everything like In media like films and TV are just be kind of gonna become so Lifeless you know and mm-hmm. Uninteresting mm-hmm. So yeah, AI concerns are another part
1: of the conversation. Why has the ch- why has the change from things being broadcast on TV um, to things go to th- to things moving to like streaming services? Why has that like hurt actors so badly?
0: I think because they're not being paid residuals.
1: I mean I guess my like my question is to. is like
0: why are they not
1: Well why are they not but like
0: I think I actually don't know but I I'm guessing like on streaming right like those things are being like viewed all the time you know what mm-hmm. I mean like all the time not at a set schedule you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it's 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 like accessible any any single time so I think that might be a factor and also with streaming it's subscription based right so you can only get so many people to subscribe is that's kind of what i was understanding from reading about this mm-hmm. so like they the way they like try to make more money is just to like not pay actors as much mm. yeah i guess i don't really understand it honestly but yeah it, it, it's f- in any case streaming has made it harder for actors to make money consistently
1: yeah, I, I'm wondering, you know, because it definitely seems right now, you know, like this is a topic that definitely interests me a lot, because it's like, yeah, it it's seems, in the arts, you know. It's well, it seems that like you know, all these streaming services are becoming more and more like of monopolies, where things are consolidating yeah. more. Like and Disney
0: more. owns literally like everything. Yeah, exactly. Disney's so. gonna buy out Base News Network. Yeah, Just yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. It's 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 kind of it feels you know it's it it seems like you know as this like kind of transformation has taken place where all these streaming services are consolidating yeah you know it's like obviously all these merges and and changes happening are just kind of being like implemented by executives yeah um and you know one like obviously like rule number 1 of like economics is that like monopolies are usually pretty bad because yeah. c- they like can get away with paying people less and stuff like that. So I guess, you know, I'm really excited about these strikes. I'm really Me excited. Too. I-, I-,
0: I hope it has a good outcome. Especially like I heard somewhere that the plan from these like major broadcasting, whatever studios, their plan is to basically and this is obvious, but, like, wait till these actors are so desperate they're losing their homes and everything that they have to go back. Mm-hmm. That's the goal, which is evil and horrible. So I'm hoping, I'm really hoping it's successful. It's going to be weird. Be- like, reminder, this hasn't happened since the 60s. And that's because it has to be really bad for them to strike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this, this doesn't happen very often so it's gonna have a lot of impact and it it means it's really significant too yeah
1: i feel like people a lot of people dismiss this because it's like oh these are like millionaires like liberal actor california rich people whatever but it's
0: really not that's like only a small percentage of of who's involved here and those people are basic like all these celebrities are basically joining in solidarity, and they're also members of the union so if they violate what the union is telling people to do they could be blacklisted so you don't want to like go against the union
1: yeah yeah no that's a that's a good point um i'm yeah i I support the union yeah the we way, support we, obviously no yeah we obviously support the unions and the strikes and um i'm really hoping this has like a like a like a good like long term like a good long term effect yeah make where... better
0: art better well yeah and yeah cuz like cuz like and... i said
1: like i'm i don't like the fact that like the monopolies or like that this the industry no is like more consolidated remi- so no... much into monopolies no more
0: no more no more franchises like marvel making the same movie over and over again
1: yeah. no offense well, to Marvel's so well, well, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean like, hopefully the unions hope, can negotiate that yeah,
0: I'm done with the live action remakes let's get into some epic stuff pay the writers pay the actors yeah so yeah that was an interesting convo
1: alright I'm done to move to the next topic yeah. if you are
0: yeah me yeah I am too okay praying I don't know anything about this so Sophie's right, gonna give girls, me the tea we all know praying well maybe not all of us but praying is a post internet inspired fashion brand it makes it's made some pretty viral pieces um, that have landed them in controversy this isn't the controversy i'm talking about right now but you may be familiar with this bikini it is like a white bikini it says father son holy spirit holy spirit on the crotch and that made, that is messed up yeah so that that actually that pissed off a lot of like christians no. which makes sense no yeah but anyway like addison ray and uh, olivia rodrigo i think wore maybe not but addison ray for sure posed in that bikini and that brought her some heat they're also known for that shirt and like the branding where it says like god's favorite they have another one's like main character father uh, father figure like stuff like that like they their aesthetic is basically like post internet catholic uh bimbo i'm not saying this in a bad way by the way but that's like what they do basically is like leaning into like they have like live laugh lobotomy that kind of vibe that honestly frankly i'm kind of tired of uh so if you're kind of getting the vibe, I guess like sort of Catholic mixed with like bimbo e-girl
1: vibe. And you can look up, you just described probably the worst brand I've ever heard. Well, (laughs) honestly,
0: I like the, some of the clothes. Okay. So like some of the clothes I think are cute, Okay. but not all of them are for me. And I think it's because I run a meme page that I'm just bombarded with this stuff constantly and it gets like stale Mm. and that's, well, we're gonna get into why it kind of bothers me. and the tea right now is basically okay, so Kyle, you go you're looking through the stuff, right? Like you kind of yeah. getting the vibe. Yeah, you're yeah. getting the vibe. okay. Yeah. So this brand is owned and like created by like these two straight guys. Mm. And before I get into why that bothers me, I just want to say I know a lot of straight men or men in general make women's wear and that's normal and I support it. Like I like there's so many of my favorite designers were like straight guys, you know, so I don't I'm not saying like if you're a straight man, you can't make women's clothing at all. I'm not saying that. But when you look at. At the branding and the Aesthetic it's just so like Heavily feminine that it feels Like A little weird to me not that you can't do That but it's like The, the vibe is kind of like Girlish mixed with like Bimbo okay if you're a straight guy Stop with the bimbo Stuff you don't get to make fun of bimbos Or like make bimbo core Stuff it's just weird to me Like this kind of mix of like daddy Issues catholic and like 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 kind of like sexy vibe like it kind of makes me uncomfortable like what is your what are you doing here like it doesn't make sense to me like like this is like girl behavior like this is girl territory like not really but it's just kind of weird like they have this like little like short dress it's like a baby doll dress and it says like father figure And so clearly like some lana del rey like daddy issues type like like kind of sexy look and it's just like what why are you guys making this like this isn't you like it feels like you're just like i don't know it makes me a little uncomfortable but that is not the main topic here and i know that's like kind of debatable like i don't want to limit people's expression or whatever it just gives me like a little bit of an ick just a little bit
1: i uh, i'm just gonna hop in yeah go for it i regardless of who owns male or female who owns the brand the 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 merchandise they're selling to me feels like if you just took a bunch of old memes that like a lot of like women share on instagram yeah it's and then you just kind of turn it into like it's like ai generated you know what i mean
0: memes that are like pioneered by like women like, you know what I mean? Like, I.
1: Like, Red Scare listener girls. Yeah, it's kind of
0: like Red Scare core. Not that I'm like a. St- I'm not like endorsing Red Scare, you know, or what, by saying that, but like, it's kind of that vibe. It's like kind of in that space. So, like, as we know, like, Dasha is like a born again, like, Eastern Catholic, right? So, like,
1: as we all know, Byzantine
0: Catholic, as we all yeah. know. So, like, it's, it's like last year, especially, there was this like trend was like kind of like. S- S- slutty Catholic, like, and I like religious like aesthetics a lot. I, I think it's because I was raised without religion, but I think it's really beautiful. So I get it, but I don't know. It just feels like, oh, I'm surprised that like these straight guys made this brand. Like it feels like a little weird, just a little weird. But it's that's... like if, it's like
1: if Jeff Bezos decided yeah. to sell p- punk merchandise, I'd be like, it's just specific- okay. Yeah,
0: and I don't want to punk limit. I don't like. I said I don't want to limit expression, but it just feels a little weird to me on a personal level.
1: Okay, so what's the scandal? So
0: the scandal is, they the two guys are like are basically being accused of being like kind of creepy and weird. So one of the guys' uh, ex girlfriends like posted on her story, basically like quote unquote exposing him. And I want to get into it, but I literally just realized the screenshots I took are really blurry, so I'm just going to find it. Okay, let me find it.
1: Oh, I found it. Okay. Does praying even sell any clothes for boys?
0: I think they do, but it's mostly women's
1: wear. Yeah, it's very... um.
0: So, yeah. So the Instagram user Ry- Riley Ladd posted... On their story saying if you wear praying I'm unfollowing you I don't feel like looking at my ripped off designs slash clothing made by my abusive ex who turned out to be a pedophile Mm. next slide it's a picture of him Skyler Skyler Newman he's like the co-owner this 30 year old man Skyler Newman used to tell everyone I was 14 when we were dating monitor the food I ate Call my outfits ugly, tell me I look fat, shit on anything I even remotely enjoyed, fight for days on end with me over the fact that I didn't want him to take naked pictures of girls in our bed for his little brand. Loves to lie to his friends about me being overly emotional, so have fun reading this. Oh, and the second owner of Praying, Alexander Stephen Haddad, is battling multiple rape cases, but they keep it hushed, so don't tell anyone, guys and then next please spread this info their dms are open too and then apparently like he tried to move out of new york to escape the rape allegations and like other people Mm. are quote unquote sharing other tea on this but yeah basically like people are mad about like after seeing his ex post this stuff like Apparently they're both like kind of creepy weirdos. See,
1: this is absolutely crazy because okay, so I have two things to say. Yeah. One, you can literally just look at the praying clothes and you can tell that the straight guys who made it are rapists. Just Honestly true. Okay, so there's just we'll just get that out of the way. True. And second off, like, this is a pretty big deal. Praying is a pretty big band brand. And I'm not seeing any freaking news articles about it. No. And we just spent the past freaking month going in circles over and over and over again about colleen ballinger be you know having all these like groomer allegations which were like i'm just gonna say i don't like we're not gonna compare scandals i i'm just gonna say i feel like these praying allegations are much more like significant and severe and heavy i
0: mean admittedly though like there isn't as much like content and context behind the praying accusations compared to like i mean colleen is way more famous i mean i, I get that, why it's getting fair. more attention but I, but, I just
1: went on google news yeah i'm not seeing a single no, there should be article more. about And honestly this. like
0: praying is kind of an indie brand but it's had like some like big moments like they've had olivia a lot of viral rodrigo. Pieces. olivia rodrigo they have like a lot of like famous like looks but they're not like a household name like you know like oh praying or whatever
1: no that's true that's fair but
0: you know you're right though like there should be something about this getting out but there's not of course like so far this is like the only source we have so maybe if more people come forward there will be like a more uh like cohesive story coming out like like via the media i don't really know but
1: is this something that like um at least like because pe- I don't follow like this kind of side of Twitter or like yeah. Instagram. Are people at least like talking about it on Twitter? Are, I
0: think I'm um, I can't I couldn't find a lot about it on Twitter. I did see some stuff, but I saw some stuff about it on Instagram, like people's stories. It's still like kind of on the DL, mm. like kind of hush, hush. So like, this is a
1: base news network break. Not really.
0: But thank you to We the,
1: Broke it. Thank
0: you to the people posting about this. They've yeah. gotten in way like other scandals. They released a shirt that says "special needs" and mm. then like removed it, and then like put a shirt on saying like "please take twenty five percent off your order. We're sorry." And like mm. it was like yeah. So th- they're a little bit edgy. I don't know. Some of their clothes are cute, but it's also like so overdone. I suggest if you yeah. like like kind of Catholic or like religious inspired like post internety clothing. I would check out I Need God every moment of my life. He's a friend of mine and I was on his pod and he makes like kind of religious like sleigh clothes. And I, I think they're really cute. He also like sent me some and I'm probably going to post some pics in them later. I forgot to do that. Sorry. But yeah, they're really cute. So Mm. I would check him out as an alternative if you're like into the praying vibe.
1: That's such a W us giving uh, the ethical alternative. The
0: ethical, yeah. So
1: breaking news from Base News Network. Yeah. So
0: like, like I said, there isn't a lot of like information out about the praying stuff yet, and maybe there will be. Maybe there won't be. But this is just coming from his ex's story. Okay, so. Yeah, I've heard stuff through the grapevine, just like a little hush hush, but I didn't really like mm. know the tea, full T because like people would just say like, Oh, this one brand like they wouldn't say the name of the brand, but they'd be like, Oh, this popular brand, like internet y brand is like kinda sus. Like like kinda blind eye to me.
1: People are oh, I saw someone i praying commented saying Yeah, the comments are no, full no, no, of no. stuff. No, no, no. Someone said this is female appropriation no it's true it is it's female appropriation like i I, i've never heard that term but if it's
0: no like this is like this is the kind of stuff that like and if you look at the pictures like one of my friends who's a photographer she also said like yeah he copied like this sort of like photography style this entire style is invented by women it's it's very like i mean I, I think the photographer is a guy but anyway like the the vibe and like aesthetic is very Woman and girly gay guys. very <laughs> i don't know if he's gay but it's very girly and like <sighs> womanly but also like with a sexualized twist which coming from two straight guys who also have like weird allegations coming out about them it feels a little weird to me so yeah that's the tea. I i i don't know he's they're they're kind of creepy so
1: i will say just looking at these praying designs looking at these praying designs without that context already yeah. gives me like like cringy icky feelings knowing that i totally understand like the the ex who tweeted that or posted that whatever yeah, on, on i feel story. so bad for her i know because i you know all right what I, this is no this me story too is,
0: though like because like to see someone and we're kind of like we're gonna get into this with like the jonah hill tea Mm -hmm. it's a good segue but it sucks seeing someone you know is like really really like a bad person who like hurt you personally get success and like be lauded as like someone really cool or like talented or amazing whatever like it's really hard seeing someone who hurts you get a bunch of praise and Mm -hmm. without like any criticism.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely, it
0: sucks. So I feel for, I feel for her. I don't know their pronouns, but I'm guessing it's she, her, I feel, Mm. I feel for her. So yeah. And it would be really freaking weird if like Kaya went around saying I was like a 14 year old girl. (laughs) Like that's just weird. What is going on? Like, Wait.
1: So what was so you so there's also allegations this guy's a pedophile.
0: That's what she says. He's but she didn't pedophile. give more. details. I mean, she didn't yeah. give more details on that. I'm mm. guess. I mean, who knows? Um. Yeah, that's kind of what she was like alluding to. But she also said like he would like say that she was 14 to his friends like kind of in a jokey way, but it made her uncomfortable.
1: I don't know why, but you you saying that, Sophie, just made me think. Um. Once once we finish the first season of Glee, yeah, which we is should...
0: we have one more episode. And we got. to oh, okay. wa- Are we gonna watch it? We should watch. Yeah, we it should watch
1: it. But I was saying we could do a, a Patreon episode where we talk about the first season of Glee.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let, like let us know if you'd be interested in that because I could I could talk about Glee for hours. I'm enjoying
1: it so far. Yeah, my first time watching it.
0: It's a fun show and. He, we're almost done with the first season I'm really excited for him to get into season two because we got like Santana and Brittany and then we got Blaine I'm really I can't wait to know what he thinks of Blaine so yeah but basically check out I need God in every moment of my life I was on their his pod so check out his pod as well um but yeah his clothes are really cute and they have like a religious kind of sleigh vibe to him and yeah so yeah that's the t on praying you speaking uh, oh
1: go ahead you you said you the reason I, I brought up glee is because you're talking about um oh yeah I was pedophiles like, why you talk and about, i just thought about p- puck
0: oh puck yeah the, we'll talk about Puck. And, uh, we'll talk about mark, mark sailing the yeah on patreon we'll, talk we'll about get into patreon. the kind of scary stuff we can get into the like drama behind the scenes of glee i can i can do a deep dive on that anywho let me know if you'd be interested in that because i think that'd be really fun and yeah Okay, cool. Now sub we're gonna to, sub open to the, the Patreon. Can. It's it's five five dollars. Okay, we're gonna get into some more weird ex boyfriend trauma with the Jonah Hill tea. Mm-mm-mm. This this
1: this story, I feel like I saw some really bad takes about on the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like
0: people defending Jonah. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're anti-Jonah on this pod. Like, well, like not, like, to a significant... Like, I think this is a complicated thing a little bit. I mean, I'm more mm, on the GF side, mm. but I also, like... I don't
1: know. We're going to get into it. It's a, The thing is, it's a nuanced thing. At, and as the internet everything. is very bad with nuance. That so, is true. So what? let's go ahead and just start with talking about what actually happened here. Yeah. So Jonah Hill's ex Sarah Brady... Uh, was posting on her story about Jonah Jonah Hill, Hill her, ex. her ex, and
0: getting into like the weird, like just bas- basically posting screenshots from when they were together of him saying like sus stuff.
1: Saying some sus stuff, some photos that, you know, Jonah Hill asked her to take down on Instagram, which were like her. He's one of those boyfriends. Suit. He's
0: one of those boyfriends who's like, you can't. Yeah take these photos and post them like and for context so sarah brady is a surf instructor famous surfer right
1: yeah and she's like a she's basically a famous like model as well yeah. surf model. and also just a fun fact about sarah brady yeah is she dated uh this guy jackson hinkle who you might see on twitter or just like around the wet, wet internet he's like he's like a famous what he calls himself a MAGA communist, which is like he he's like he identifies she's as like a she's like some
0: a, insane exes, he, my yeah. God. She
1: so like this guy identifies as like a like a Marxist Leninist, but he's also <laughs> like super conservative. Anti LGBTQ goes on Tucker Carlson. It's like, yeah, the horseshoe theory shouldn't actually exist, but this guy like shows it does kind of it, yeah, exist so at least a little bit.
0: This is crazy. That, so just that guy. Did, so
1: that was. So that guy was Sarah's ex. This,
0: this poor woman. Like, oh my god. So
1: so anyway. So she, so the big t- the big text that she screenshotted that she posted, which is like the one everyone's sh- talking about, is Jonah sent a text to Sarah saying this, plain and simple. If you need. Surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, <laughs> to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. That is sexist. I am, sexist. The, I that am is not female the right culture. partner for you. If these things bring you up to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you are based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust.
0: All right, so a lot to unpack here.
1: The bottom freaking line is if you enter a relationship yeah. with a model surfer and you, then tell her... You can't- that Be she mad has to she's, st- <laughs> Yeah, you can't say, "Oh, you have to stop surfing or you, you don't tell the person you're in a relationship with that they need to quit their career in order her to stay in their relationship." To model, to
0: model. Like what? To wear a, to post pictures in a bathing suit. She's literally a
1: surfer. Like what is she supposed to wear? The amount of guys I've seen saying, "All Jonah Hill was doing was respectfully laying his boundaries down and he yeah. said she didn't have to, to she didn't have to meet them they can just break up are you how stupid look like what? if you do not tell someone you are in a relationship with that they have to quit the career that They're, they've been in
0: like what they've been doing
1: she also posted a
0: screenshot of him swiping up on a story of her wearing a bathing suit like with like saying like she looked hot or sexy. So he was doing the same thing. Imagine if I, that I started he dating was Sophie afraid of
1: Imagine I started dating Sophie and then I said to Sophie, after we start dating, I say Sophie you need to delete your Joan of Arca Instagram account. And if you don't, yeah, you're not respecting my...
0: Because re- I get too many reply, yeah. guys.
1: And if you don't delete your Instagram account, you're not respecting my boundaries and I'm going to leave you. Like, no. Who's in the wrong here? Who's yeah. in the wrong here?
0: And there's sort of this, like, conversation about the misuse of therapy language. Mm. Um, basically him framing it as a reasonable condition like a reasonable expectation he has expressing his boundaries trying to trying to be respectful by telling her what he is and isn't comfortable with um and sort of articulating it in a way that mirrors what you might hear from a therapist and and that can be pretty manipulative if that said person is you know being quote-unquote toxic or not not being healthy in the relationship but then framing it as if he is the the one who is healthy and uh Mm -hmm. you know justified this
1: this text here i think captures exactly what you're saying jonah sent a text saying screenshotting intimate text between us is a huge triggering violation for me and breach of trust as a friend like Uh, And then talks about how this has, like, caused him trauma. So, like, using the word boundaries, triggering, and trauma, and violation of trust. Like, okay, I understand. Posting screenshots of someone's text. This
0: is where I get a little bit, like, because, I don't know. I'm not on his side here, but it would be crazy, like, not crazy, but it would be really interesting, like, like like, someone at their, like, low, one of their lower moments where they're not behaving well, where they're not, like, they're they're at a bad place and then, like, screenshotting it and posting it, You there's an argument to be made that that's, like, kind of not cool. But then again, it's, like, she should be able to, like, talk about her experience and, like, show that to people. And I can, I, I totally get it, too, because... Jonah Hill is super famous. People really love him. And to see him get praised constantly to get all this attention, the success, I I totally see why she'd want to, like, express herself and, and provide proof. I totally empathize with that. So I'm on her side here.
1: Yeah. The, I, one thing I, you know, I, I completely agree, like, it, yeah, even though this is, like, obviously Jonah is not acting like a good yeah. person here like is this like him actually like entering into the territory of like he is an emotional abuser that needs to be exposed or were, was this yeah. him being like shitty here a and shitty there, boyfriend. being yeah. a shitty boyfriend that like had low moments of insecurities and said yeah. stupid stuff here and there?
0: Well, she is basically saying he was emotionally abusive.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, he so looks he looks emotionally I, abusive. I
0: don't want to like take that lightly. So no, no, exactly. I'm gonna take her at her word. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he looks emotionally abusive. I mean, just
0: based on the text, like it sounds i'm no I'm no expert here, but he sounds like a narcissist, really like super deeply insecure, takes everything personally um everything is a ten mm. you know, just based on personal experience i mean i i find the i find her experience relatable, i guess like the way he talks to her like I've experienced that myself. You know, so I I I'm on her side here. I really am, but yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's very interesting. This hard is because I, he's famous. This is an
1: interesting. Yeah, so like okay, yeah. I feel like this Jonah Hill story, interesting. But I think what's the I think the key insight from this whole thing though is we all need to be on the lookout now because mm-hmm. it's manipulative. People have now learned. this this therapy language...
0: To make you seem manipulative. Well, no, that's not what I was going to say. weaponizing, yeah. I
1: was going to say, they've learned now to use therapy talk as a tactic to, like, cushion... Because because Jonah Hill... He has successfully acquired a lot of defenders on the internet mm-hmm. because of his use of the word boundaries, because no, of true. the use of like the words trust of violation. And you just bu-
0: throw in these like buzzwords he and uses that makes these, you write. He
1: uses these therapy buzzwords that sound like squishy and sound like he's emotionally intelligent.
0: He's being very strategic in the way he's and framing it, and himself, and so. it's something to
1: it's something to be on the lookout for because one big one big response from a lot of people is yes, you're gonna see dumb guys on the internet who say Jonah Hill did nothing wrong, who are saying the woman shouldn't is actually in the wrong here for posting these texts, but you're gonna see mostly you're gonna see a lot of women saying. Oh, I've dealt with guys like this before, who yeah. who, who who pull this dumb shit on me, right. and then use this exact language. It seems like a u- u- ubiquitous experience. And it's like a in that experience,
0: you can't you can't win because if you challenge the way he's expressing himself, it seems like you're being intolerant to his needs and like mm-hmm. emotions and his his quote unquote boundaries. Yeah, yeah. When in reality, he's the one who's like violating her autonomy yeah so be careful guys when you see those words used think think about it more deeply and 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 really consider what that person is actually saying behind those buzzwords Mm. it's it's true though like
1: tea has been spilled tea
0: has been spilled so yeah, anything anything else in the Jonah Jonah Hill stuff?
1: No. I don't think so.
0: Yeah, so I feel like this was a very girl-heavy episode. So thank you Kayo for sticking with it. I had a lot I of love fun. the girl topics. I love me too, girl. I I love the girl topics. So I I this was a fun episode. I Kayo also got a new mic that I'm using. It's like the mic set like those podcast bitches be using with like the it's like the handheld mic i got
1: sophie a new microphone and it's it's uh, both of our mic i guess podcast chad
0: no i'm a podcast chadette oh no a stacy podcast i'm a podcast stacy so yeah i I thought it uh, let me know if you like the mic (laughs) i think it slays i I feel like this is way more conversational and like easier because we were like huddling over one mic now and now it feels like really fun and chill I hope so. Yeah. Sorry. Am I getting too personal on the pod? No. Okay.
1: I think we should call the, I think we should wrap the episode up though. Because we talked about all the news. True. There was nothing else this week. Nothing to know besides this.
0: Yeah. Also Ariana Grande is getting divorced from her husband.
1: Oh yeah. That, that's some, that was some hot tea we did. There's some
0: tea, but there's really nothing to say besides that. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Here's what else you need to know this week. Ariana Grande is getting a divorce. Yep. Bye, Bass Bye, News, Bass News Network. Network. Wait, subscribe to our podcast. Subscribe on to Patreon. Our subscribe on our podcast. And give it a high five review. Hi, high five Bye. review. Bye.
0: <laughs> Bye.